on the Wake Up Radio presents Seth and Sophia. Giving you a choice. Either put on these glasses or start eating that trash can. Live, welcome to Zest and Sophia on the Wake Up Radio. We are your hosts. I'm Zest. I'm Sophia. And how are you doing tonight, Sophia? I'm good. I'm a little tired, but I'm hanging in there. All right, well, hang excited, in. Always excited to do these shows. So. I'm looking forward to tonight too. Me too. As I'm sipping my tea. So, first, before we start our show tonight, let's give a huge shout out to Cindy Ashby, our producer, for putting this all together, for creating an entire radio show out of her creation, her mind, her imagination, and 35, 40 shows, I think we're at now, and 2,000 episodes, if not more, somewhere in that vicinity, I believe we are, give or take, give or, give or take the ones that never made it to the air, or you know, <laughs> Give or take a few shows here and there, but huge shout out to Cindy for all of this. We also have a social media page, otwtube.com. Come and check us out. It's a great page. We are growing. The word spreading about us. I mean, pretty much we are the hottest thing out there. It's just that, you know, that the censorship censors the hotness, but you'll see, you'll see otwtube.com. Come check us out over there and much love and respect to the entire on the wake up radio family. We love you. And we appreciate everything that you do. Tonight's show is going to be interesting. You know, we we called tonight's show. Uh, what is it? What do we call? <laughs> no, games people play. Games people play. Yes, exactly. And it's exactly what it is. But I don't think everyone is aware that they're playing the games. Right. It's true. Yeah, that's true. So then where does that leave them? Right. Like where in this game does it leave a player that doesn't know that they're playing? They're either, you know, they're either being placed by the system and then used to be, you know, spot like um, distracted or, you know, like be yep. like, like part of the game while thinking they're not part of the game. It's that's the whole game. <laughs> yes. Yes. It is the whole game. So where do you want to start tonight? Where do you want to jump in? Because you and I had a couple of things that we wanted to talk about tonight. One being more gallons. Some people yeah. say more gallons. I say more gallons. You know, the geoengineering, the engineering of us that takes place all the time. Uh, you know, everyone is really concerned about, you know, that. But in reality, we're being engineered every day, all day. You know, that the, it's taking yeah. place because the air, the food and the water have been weaponized. And I've said this for a long time. How are people not pissed off that the air, the food and the water have been weaponized? You know, I, here's how I see it pretty much now. Now I'm, I feel like I'm getting a real clear picture. Since, yep. you, since you brought up more gallons and I really kind of 
did my own little like deep dive into it. I feel like I'm gonna have a, a clear picture, and it's basically like we're, there's we're at war, mm -hmm. and there's a war between the artificial and the organic taking place, and our only weapon against this war is ourselves, is yeah. our minds, is ourselves, and the control we have mm -hmm. over ourselves and what we do with what what we know the information and and that's the whole and that's the whole that's why the whole game is the mind the mind the mindscape the mind virus you know mind warfare that's why it is what it is mm -hmm. it is it's one big um it's like all these distractions all of these little things that don't allow someone to see the bigger picture a lot of the time or to realize that there's a way to i guess in as far as we know you know the thing is is it we never have all the answers. We only have our information that we share. Everybody, your, you know, your information is yours. Your knowledge is your information. You know, that's we're just sharing our um, our intuitive nature, our creativity, and, and yeah. our information. And you know, the 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 entrapment, right, of us on every level. Good word. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, I say it all the time. Who would you be if we weren't told to be who we are, but if we weren't designed to be who we are in the way that we are designed? You know, like we are so far away and you and I talk about this all mm -hmm. the time, so far away from who we should be, how nature should be, you know, how we should be symbiotic with it. Yep. But not only that, it's the distractions from what is taking place. And, and this is an important topic and it is the geoengineering and it is the geoengineering of us. Because everything that's in the air is in the water and it's in the food. They're terraforming us now. Yes, 100%. 100%. And in so, fact, they're almost changing the environment to suit the the environment they want, they seek for us in the future. So it's like if we're a cyborg in the future, we won't need as much oxygen. We mm -hmm. won't need as much nature. We won't need all these things. And it's and it's like all start until just ch -ch -ch, boom, click, click it all in. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um one of the things that we're going to talk about tonight and that we're going to get into that that goes along with the Morgellons is quorum sensing and biofilm. Mm. And I have been talking about this for a long time. And I have to say it excites my nerd nipples because I've done my research. I actually, Sophia, tonight I pulled out all of my old printed oh, information awesome. on this, like just stuff that I've, you know, I haven't really looked at it till, you know, I pulled it out tonight, but I have information that you printed out that we can't, you know, find anymore. And one of the interesting things about a biofilm and about the, the, let me explain to our listeners what quorum sensing is, and you can add also whatever we can, so we can explain it to them. So quorum sensing is a, it's a uh, bacteria colony, for lack of a better word. And bacteria in general have a way to communicate with one another. So what's been happening now is, uh, and, and the biofilm is also the basis of, of Morgellons. It's, and I can tell you firsthand, 100%, 100%. So um, the way that the biofilm is, it's kind of like um, layers. So if, if I, have, I have, for our listeners on the radio, I have my hand sideways, my pinky being on the bottom, my index finger being on the top. Well, the top layer of that bacteria isn't down in the bottom three layers. And that bottom three layers is protected by a biofilm, by a, by a mucoid wall that's pretty much impermeable. And what takes place is the bacteria that used to communicate in a color coding is now communicating and creating a new uh, language 
because it's merging inside this bacterium. But the really interesting thing about this, which um, I, I, when I was refreshing my uh, memory tonight on it and, and the information, was that the biofilm, because the bacterium can actually take over, right? Because it becomes so strong. And, and the way the communication is that it can actually take over the cells in general and, yeah. it, can create genetic, yeah. and it can create genetic change. That biofilm can create genetic change within the host that it's in. Well, this is why I found this fascinating. I'm not sure if I had mentioned this to you uh, like a couple weeks ago and then Kaze, puts a video up recently about how viruses are the perfect delivery system to affect DNA. So it's mm -hmm. almost like it's like a, the, the, the natural coding system that that's like, that's really what it sounds like to me when you're just discussing all this, like there's some natural coding system. There that is. Happens. It, it's called, I'm not going to get the name right. I'll send, there's a video I can send you later. I didn't save it for our show tonight, but it's called uh, Virosis. I believe is actually what it's called. And the, the, this, this bacteria that has a virosis, the higher levels of virosis, the more that they can take on diseases, the more that they take on viruses. So, so that they can actually, we could say hypothetically, we could speculate, right? Yeah. That the, the higher the level of biofilm of Morgellons in a system that the more that it would uh, not only be able to genetically change them, the more that they can actually control and pull in viruses into the system. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And it makes so much sense with now. Yeah, right. So they kind of like set everything up, right? So it's there. So, you know, there are things that feed more gallons, sugar, you know, shitty foods, um, heavy metals, you know, things like that, uh, fillings, you know, stuff like that helps to feed it. And then that helps the, the bacteria or the biofilm grow in the system. Um, I have a couple of theories on what the biofilm in general consists of or how it's kind of can been concocted. You and I were talking about that earlier. Yeah. No, I just find this fascinating. The first time I ever heard of this was so long ago. It was like 2010 and it was you know, with studying like alien stuff and mm -hmm. it, this, this came up, but I never really, you know, I only heard of it. I was familiar with the fiber, like the symptoms. I just never, I didn't know it was what, what it was till you kind of explained it when you were talking about like how you were suffering and you went through it, you went through, mm -hmm. if you don't mind me bringing that up. No, that's fine. Um, I thought, whoa, that's a lot more than just like painful fibers that you're pulling out of your body. Mm -hmm. That's like this, that, that to me, it sounded so much more invasive, so much more alive, so much more intelligent, you know, like that. I just I just never looked into it. I just mm -hmm. had like a very ignorant view of it. And wow. And then knowing that people are collecting samples of of, you know, the skies during certain days, what you know, when the skies look certain ways after they see these chemtrails. They'll wait a day and then they'll collect rainwater and then they'll, these fibers are collected in them. So there's, mm -hmm. there's scientific evidence that something's going on that's in not natural, yeah. shouldn't be happening. We're not consenting to, and that's all we should really need to know. And what's mm -hmm. sad is you bring up in the beginning of today about, you know, people being in the game, you know, trying to figure out the game, mm -hmm. not realizing they're, they're being, you know, spun in the game. Yep. Think about, 
what makes me even more sad are the people that when we try to tell them just anything they want to know they're like yeah i know thing i know i just if i start thinking about that right now i won't be able to focus at work i won't be able to focus with my kids and, and i i don't judge them i really mm -hmm. don't because i get it but i feel like wow what a perfect setup the system keeps reading you as the more it just learns who you are yep. the more you fight it the more it learns you and the more it works you into yep. the system it works you deeper and deeper in it controls you more and more yeah it, it, it kind of uh suppresses the being in a sense right yeah like exactly all things that you want to do because you are you're tired you're you know think of it this way biofilm more gallons and and they just for our listeners to be very clear, infection rate is 100%. Yeah, everyone's infected. Active Morgellons. So even if you have no symptom, you have- It's 100% there. Active Morgellons is very different, but everybody has this, everybody has it. Most people's systems just incorporate it in, goes completely unnoticed, that's it. You know, it's not, it's there. Who knows when or why they're going to activate or what they'll do, but that's the majority of people. Then there's other people like myself and some other people that I've become really friendly with who it's an entirely different scenario. You know, we have all sorts of fucked up shit happen. But one of the things that I find very interesting, the verbiage that's being used about this biofilm over and over again is it's being called uh, an extracellular polymetric substance matrix they refer to it as a matrix over and over and over again it's referred to as a matrix which i find that to be a very interesting um word to put on it let's see well isn't so the biofilm is what protects whatever entity is inside of it right mm -hmm. so that that's so a biofilm it's almost like it's a living well the biofilm in itself it's is alive it. too yeah so the the did I have a picture? The, it's like the blob almost. So it's like it's like a blobby. Like some of the bacteria is on the top. If you take an antibiotic, right? Some of the bacteria is on the top. Yeah, they'll get hit. But the little guys down here, the really important ones, the ones that can really mess up a system, they don't get touched because they have the biofilm. So it's like like a blob, right? So there's a barrier, but they're also able to communicate inside of it, and it's a colony. They live. It has electric properties. Electrical they're living properties. Inside, yes, they're living yeah. inside of it. So it's its entire own thing. It's great. It's it's like create. It's like I don't know. I like feel like I see it just like trying to like just go throughout your whole body and extra mucus. see for me this is the same thing as the rope worm the rope worm is a mucoid based worm yes. that yeah. starts it can be a mucoid anywhere in your system it moves through the system in gas bubbles um people who have hiatal hernias burp all the time right people who have problems or sensitivity with certain foods and stuff that the probability that you have a, a rope worm is high, right? I mean, it's just what it is, but I believe that that's a basis of the more, of the more gallons too, because yeah. some of the, the pictures for the, for the, for the rope worm, which I have some that look exactly like the PDF file pictures, uh, some person, my personal, some of those are almost the same as when we're describing the effects of more gallons or that in the system too. So, uh, I mean, it literally is an invasion of, uh, you know, in, in the patent for Morgellons, there's, it allows worms to grow in our bodies. 
and that essence, those those stringy things you come out of your eyes, those little, you know, those weird little boogers and stuff like that, that, you know, some people are okay talking about, other people don't want to talk about. Well, we have these changes taking place in our system. And they're taking place on a level, on a cellular level, like we're saying, like on a genetic level that they're changing us. And because everybody's looking over to the left or looking over to the right or, you know, sucked into the mass mind media, they're not seeing the changes in our own health on a daily basis. Right. And what what is taking place to be to be cognitively aware that shit, I have this in my system. They just sprayed the shit out of the sky today, which means whatever's in the sky has a direct connection to me now. And that, and it says, this is how people get changed. This is how, uh, you know, the habits get changed, you know, that we step out of who we used to be and into a creation of what they want us to be. And it's because this type of thing isn't being talked about, right? It's not being brought into awareness. Everyone is is so concerned about what's inside of the doot-doot, right? And yeah. it's the CRISPR-Cas9 technology. Well, we have something in our system for, for our listeners, CRISPR-Cas9 technology is based off of bacteria. It's bacteria that creates a precision cut in your DNA, removes a piece. It's like gene splicing it. and DNA splicing. Yes, but with yeah. bacteria. Yep. This is exactly what we're saying. To recode the DNA. That's what the bacteria exactly. is doing. Exactly. It's your DNA. And they try to make it sound exotic, but... You think they're trying to turn us into superhumans? I don't think so. They're not they're not trying to turn us into superhumans. No, no. Because all of this in general, like even like the nanotechnology, right? It steals a life force. So it takes a life force from the cells, it takes a life force from an atom, uses it, and then self-duplicates. So it's leaving, you know, the cells hungry, you could say. Let's even think of this too. With this situation think of even how that delivery system works mm -hmm. it's a, a, a protein protected in a lipid nanoparticle a mm -hmm. lipid nanoparticle sounds yep. just like a biofilm the yep. way that's described whatever yep. a lipid lipid sounds the same to me and they would just have to come together and then they would be able to start communicating yeah right so that complete exactly the system it's almost like uh you have uh two different languages right and then instead of this this side and this side learning the other side's language, they create their own, and that's how they communicate. That's yeah. exactly what it is. That's that's the that's the quorum sense. That's that aspect of the bacteria. Yeah. So yeah, with sorry. that, it also creates in our system. Because let me get totally nerdy right now. Uh, remember, we were talking about the luciferase, the glow. It also creates that in our system. Answers. Can evolution be found in slime? Wow. Right? So uh, most of the aliens that come out of Hollywood don't really look alien at all. They may have pizza-sized eyes or roach-like antenna, but their oddities are draped on a familiar humanoid frame. If you want to find life forms that truly seem otherworldly, your local forest is a much better place for your local uh, uh, Signplex, it's home to creatures that are immensely old, fundamentally bizarre, and capable of strangely sophisticated behavior. They are slime molds. And slime mold, have you ever studied slime mold? No. Oh, it's fucking fascinating. 
Okay, so slime molds are a remarkable lineage of uh, uh, molds that live in soil. While they spend part of their life ordinary single-celled creatures, they sometimes grow into truly alien forms. Some species gather like thousands to form multicellular bodies that can crawl. Others develop into gigantic pulsating networks of protoplasm. They have used slime molds to find the, when they, I think it was over in Asia when they were building certain highways and stuff, they used slime mold to find the most direct path to something. And what they did is so, say if you had a maze, you could put slime mold in a maze and it would just follow the maze. Do, 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 right? I'm going to bring it up in a second for us. Um, and then, but if you put food on the other side of the maze, the slime mold raises up right over the mold. It goes right to it. It's super, super intelligent. Wow. When it spans out, it's yellow and it's kind of like a webby like thing. It has veins. <laughs> Do you ever hear of what happened in India when the people have this like gelatin stuff like raining from the sky? Mm -hmm. And it happened in other places too. I think it happened in different places in America as well. But it was happening a lot in India. They had like blood rain once, mm -hmm. but they had there was like this gelatin rain i bet it's i bet it's something like that there it is look at it so that's it right there that oh. is intelligent and what it does is when, when it's doing that pulsating like that so it's kind of like he's saying it's like the blob right so the interesting thing about slime mold and about um uh, biofilms is they can live on any surface. They could live on a microphone. They could live on a table. They could live on a railing. They can live anywhere. And they're super, super hard to remove. But that's what the, um, that's what the slime mold uh, looks like. Was that? Wow. There that's it is. Right there. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. when it gets like that, it's typically going to like eat. It says it's not a plant. It's not an animal. It's not a fungus. Look at it. Isn't that bizarre? Wow. That's, right? yeah. I mean, I can, my mind's going a million different places of what that could be. What could, what, what the hell? But that's wow. the type of stuff that they're taking, right? And they're incorporating and then they're putting it into the air. They're putting it into our food. They're putting it into our water. They're putting it into our systems and it's genetically changing us. And everybody's waiting for some like, you know, like, I don't know, like, mechanical things to start popping into people for them to change, but it's not going to be, no. it's going to be on a bacterial level. It, exactly. 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 What they're seeing, see, and this is how this, this is how the system, these idiots, these assholes get you is they always get you looking at the bigger picture way, way down the road. So the view you have of what they're trying to do is you're, you're looking at like Terminator future. Yeah. So you're like saying, I'll know if that's coming. Like, you don't know the basis like of how you get there. They never tell you the beginning stages of where it started. Yeah. And it always starts with a bacterial merging. In fact, in a lot of even papers, in a lot of, um, you know, movies with, with zombie things that happen, with the DNA changes, mutations, it always starts from a virus, a bacteria, yeah. and something like that. Yeah. Always. From the smallest... It's the smallest. And it would thing. be very easy if they have figured out how to create their a programmable bacteria or merge some organic form with Within some organic. inorganic form, yep. get inside of us, not dull us out but through fluoride and, you know, alcoholism and, mm -hmm. and you know, all kinds of yep. 
just stressors. Do you know just the way we live in general, um, the, the average person, the amount of stress that they go through on a daily basis is just beyond what we are meant to or should yeah. have to, yeah, have to deal yeah. with the, like, it's like every day our brains are going through concussion trauma without being beat in the head. Well, it's because because we're we're on a level we're being so pulled far away from who we are, even though we may not be mindful because we grew up in a world that teaches us we're not who we are, right? But, every time, but, every but time, everything inside knows, and I think that's why a lot of people are unhappy or they're because they're, they're not living a life in their own truth, right? And then, you know, the reality is is how many people have some kind of a breathing problem right now some form of a breathing problem and how and every single thing about health they talk about mucus right the mucus is the problem the mucus is the problem and everyone's like well it's just to have mucus in your system why i still can't logically comprehend why i'm supposed to have this thick mucoid stuff in my system which when you think about what a mucoid is it slows things down right Makes yeah you don't want mucus in your system how you even absorb nutrients in your yeah. intestines if you have mucus in there it, it actually clogs your intestines and then you don't receive nutrients so you're just eating to literally put stuff in and, and put stuff out it, well that's part of morgellons so part of it is, is you can, uh, you can eat and eat and eat and you're still going to be tired and chances are that your whole body is just going to change. You know what I mean? It's going to change because the nutritional value just isn't there. Now you throw into play a rope worm, you know, the average parasite, you, you, you could have, honestly, you could have hundreds of little mucoid rope worms in your poo and never know. It's just the way that they work. You would never know. It's kind of, I, I actually it's started looking ones. into um, parasites and they said like the average person's invaded with pinworms. Mm -hmm. If you don't like on like a regular basis, do some sort of parasit, like acidic cleanse, eat something yep. that like depower, does that? Um, wow. Mm -hmm. I was horrified looking into this. This was another thing I was horrified of. And I was like, well, that makes sense now because when you're buried in a coffin, well, you, you're getting eaten from the inside out. That's yeah. shit that's already in you. Living yeah, off of it's you. already there. Yeah. It's like, woo, feeding time. We've been waiting all this time for this, right? <laughs> yeah. All this time. But that's the, we have all of this in us and on us at all times, right? I mean, it's not pleasant, but we can't heal. Like we can't get healthier unless we're aware of it. You yeah. know, how many people have brain fog, right? So funny. Yeah. So- Okay, sure. Brain fog could be caused from the chemicals and the fluoride and the lack of blah, 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 blah. But what if the fluid that's around our brain now has this mucoid in there? Right? It would definitely cause that sluggish, you know, kind of like. Well, wouldn't that be what is probably taking place with the whole pharmaceutical industry in general? That all putting all that artificial synthetic chemicals in our bodies is probably priming our brains for or putting allowing it to be more suppressant to mucus or more yeah. like um uh, uh you know like create more mucus in the body. It does. And, yeah. Um, this is a totally random, but I'm wondering for our listeners if anyone has ever noticed this, and especially people who, who do have some some type of a health issue or like. I have breathing problems. I have, you know, certain things from the Morgellons. One thing I noticed, which I find to be very bizarre, 
but I've noticed this all along in the healing is there certain foods that seem to attract it. Think like a sci-fi movie, right? Or, or like how I just described the slime mold. You know, we saw it, like it comes out, it does that. There's something about the consistency of a shake, right? And I don't drink dairy, so it's not a milk, but it's the consistency of a, of a shake or a smoothie or something like that. It never fails whenever I drink it. It's like this excess of mucus, right? I don't know where it's just like this overload of it. And it always reminds me of that. And there has to be some type of a, a reaction that, so that causes that, right? A so, glandular reaction yeah. that so causes like, it to secrete more and more. Like, whoa, you know, yes. what I mean? like something yeah. here. Whoa. Because, whoa. Oh my God, because it needs that to be protected. So once it gets in the body, it has the body respond and, and basically create the biological mucus it needs to learn the body. It's the genetic code changing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty wild, but there's certain things that will activate it. Right. And kind of for me, like, so kind of bring it out. Then there's other things that seem to stun it or, or, or push it back. One is slushes, not a frozen drink. It has to be that, you know, that, that, that machine slush. slush thing? Yeah. yeah. Or like the real, like Italian slushes, like one of those. Those seem to uh, help to um, push it back, to secrete it, to to no. I not wonder do. if cryogenics would help too. You know, like people do, like those one minute yeah. cold um cold. Well, I bet it would. I, I definitely. I, I would. I would think because when you think of things, heat makes things expand, right? And cold, yeah, especially and, in the body. And cold would would bring it back in. Um, one of the things, let me see if I can find, hmm, I don't know if I can find this, Sophia, now. Let's see. I was going to bring up that video, the one um, I had showed you. I'll, we can do it next time. The one I had showed you about the colors flashing with me. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was insane. I was like, what? That's coming out of your body? Oh, like, yeah. I was like, What? So a lot of the stuff that I talk about, I don't talk about it because, um, you don't oh, want to get attacked for just sharing your experience because people don't have respect for other people's experiences anymore. No. If, the, if someone else's experience is so far from, you know, the, the mundane idiot of today, they're like, Oh, well, that can't be real because me, right. I would have some sort of experience. I would have known about it. Yeah, it's like so arrogant. People are, but you know what? It's okay. They're just the little blockers that are in the way, right? They're just the ones that are there to just. Yeah, they're just blocking themselves, you know, because people like us, we know what we know and we just keep it moving. It's not like hung up on anything like that. You no. know, it's like, it's like, oh, that sucks for you that you're that blocked, that you don't have that expansion in your mind. No, no. Uh, it, it's kind of, uh, imagine, imagine knowing like just even like what we're talking about right now. Everybody should, if they're interested, I don't care if it should, who is and isn't, do you know what I mean? But if you're interested, then you should go and look it up and find out for yourself because it affects your everyday life. It affects, your, it affects everything, absolutely everything, right? But one guy collected, he has over 400 um, st scientific studies. This is not something, by the way, that bothers me. There's an aspect of this that really bothers me because um, because the scientific mainstream community is just so i don't know they just thrive on ignorance they just it's it's not a real community it's meant to to keep us to keep us from ever having real epiphanies or real 
deep thoughts into anything, but they have in the mainstream tried to make this seem like it's some psychosomatic thing when they have documented experiments, they have a DNA sequence for this thing, they have collected over and over and over again all of this stuff. Yep. So it's a really strange thing that they're trying to hide this, but yet it is recognized by the CDC, you know. It just became. Yeah, so what's that tell you? Because Not when that I the CDC is <laughs> the trust all, but I'm just saying it, it's becoming so, happening so much, it's becoming so widespread now that so many more people are coming symptomatic that it, it, that it has to be recognized. You cannot deny the pictures. You can, Listen, I have more pictures and documentation alone. Do you know what I'm saying? That there's, and, and the stuff yeah. I show, everything I show, believe me, there, there's a shitload you never see. And the reality is, is I have it. There's other people who have it. There's all of us who are trying to heal. Well, actually, a lot of famous people have 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 come forward. Yep. Just like not famous, but like prominent people who have like big careers, good careers, writers. You know, this is not. If you have active Morgellons, it's fucking hell. I don't know how. Can you explain a little bit? Do you mind well, sharing like a little bit? It could be a whole bunch of things. It could be. Um, a perpetual Neuro, is it neurological? Does it does it affect your neurological system? Yeah, it can affect everything. It can affect. So when I was really sick, I, my mind would go blank. I wouldn't I wouldn't know what something was. I wouldn't be able to recognize it. I would be walking down the street, not know where I was. So you have like dementia like symptoms? Yes, yes, very much so. Very much so. Um, I think when the mucoid started taking over my system, it started slowing me down. And it went from me working out six days a week to being in bed um pretty much all the time. And I felt like uh, what it must feel like for somebody with like uh, muscular dystrophy, how they're slowly, their body, their muscles are slowed down like that. That's how I felt I was going to be. Um, I lost a lot of weight really, really fast when I, when it, it kind of took me over uh, pins and needles in my lower extremities. I have a lot of breathing problems. I'm, uh, you can, I had a lot of swelling. I went into anaphylactic shock a lot. My body swelled in a lot of areas. Um, you have thoughts that are not your own. Uh, that's also part of it because it's, it's, it's not just a, um, uh, it's not just a physical problem. It's an energetic force. It's a conscious thing that's in our yeah. bodies. So that's it's fighting the battle of you. And there's a lot of people who will lose themselves because of it. It's, it's not, I, I will, I will tell you right now. I, I mean, I have tenacity tattooed on me. I, I'm, I'm, I'm an extremely tenacious person. And it was really hard because I knew all this stuff was going on with my body. Um, for me, I had a lot of um, intestinal problems uh, till this day. So we're going back to what, 2013, 2012, uh, 2010, I started going in and out of the hospital. 2012 was when I got really like taken down super sick. I still to this day throw up this film that we're talking about. And you did it on the phone one day with me. Till this day. My body rejects it. This is how I know it exists. This is, I think, one of the reasons why it hasn't been able to have so much of a physical control to limit me so much. But, like, I'm super stiff lately. You know what I mean? I have pains in random places. Um, there's times where your hair could be, like, super extra oily. All of a sudden, like, for a couple of weeks or something, you're like, why is it so oily? It doesn't make sense. Well, that's biofilm. Plaque on your teeth. That's the biofilm. This is the Morgellons. Sores that don't heal. Um, I also, um, for my own personal research and 
um, just going through some stuff, I believe uh, it's super common now for people to have uh, fungus in their toenails. Super common, right? And for a lot of people, it's really hard. They can never get rid of it. And um, I believe that's one of the basis for the Morgellons is there. I, I think that's one of the reasons how it roots. It gets into the system because it's always allowed to manifest and grow. And it's usually through the legs, which are major arteries. You know, I kind of, you and I had talked about this. For whatever reason, I have a, a overstanding of this on a level I can't explain. But I just kind of get it. And uh, you and Since I- you almost knew what was happening when it was happening, like- yeah. Like without knowing the like terminology, you just, you had, you had, you knew. Yeah. I mean, I had to heal myself because at the time the, this was considered um, by the CDC considered it a parasitic psychosis. So basically when I went went to the doctors and I talked to them about this, um, I'm crazy, literally like I am crazy quote unquote, because I was telling them I was seeing fibers in my skin and showing them pictures and they wouldn't acknowledge any of it. I've taken things to the doctor's offices and they wouldn't acknowledge any of it. And then finally I had the CDC say that they would see me. And this is before I really had like the knowledge I have today and stuff. Right. You know, I just wanted to heal. I just wanted help. And my doctor denied me to go. I mean, this whole system So this is really one of the reasons, Sophia, and for the listeners, this is really one of the reasons why I became so vocal about this and started speaking out years ago, because I, I, when I found out that I'm a pretty much a badass, you know what I mean? I can get through a lot of stuff and that was wearing me down. It was beating me down because I was so sick. I was, I was a fraction of who I was. Nobody would help me. And then anyone who was close to me didn't get what was going on and they would pull further and further away. It was like the more I wanted someone to come closer and help me, the more I was isolated and alone. And that is more gallons people. That is what it is. You know, it is this force. And this is this is what's happening in society in general, right? And then people start to pull back and they pull back and then they keep to themselves and they, and they isolate and they do these things. And then we have this sick society that can't heal because no one's talking to each other and people are afraid to talk about things. Well, you know what? If your shit is really smelly and the volume's really high and then the consistency is changing all the day, that is a ropeworm. That is a mucoid infection in your body that can change you. And it can change the way you think and the things that you want. You know, I get that people are worried about this jab and everything, but that same genetic coding is already fucking in us. It's already you know, If you don't mind me stepping back a minute, because you just said something kind of really important about isolating and the further you go, you isolate, the further you feel alone and the, and the further you push people away, the more, you know, it's all people kind of want to get away. The more you feel less understood that is exactly where they want you. That is exactly where the system wants you. Isolating yourself, feeling like you're the only one who can understand and that the, if you even try to have other people understand, that pushes them away. So, and it causes a real separation mm-hmm. and it causes you to kind of split and become a compartmentalized person yes. where you have to either, you know, let everyone see your suffering, which some of us are okay with doing, but most people, the average person isn't. So they just learn to hide it and suffer and deal with it and put on a face that allows them to feel like they're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. You notice that it's like, there's like this, this, this new way of life that people have where they're like the inner person and the outer person. And the outer person is this way and social and this, and then this inner person is 
has all these secret desires, which sometimes, you know, an inner life is beautiful, but it's not healthy to live like that. So nope. contrasted, so compartmentalized. Split. Yeah. This it's, is uh, so bad. That was in, wasn't that in one of Manny P. Hall's lectures when he's like, people literally live like in a shadow of themselves. You know, like I, like, I haven't listened they, to that, the yeah. one you sent me, but uh, I haven't listened to that. But it's good. Probably. It talks about how people play this character. You know, it's just <laughs> that's what I've been saying. Yeah, they play a part, and it's like it's like they create this. Yeah, exactly, a character that that an act they want the world to sell the world on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is me. And that doesn't, it's not doing anyone any good. No one's going to heal. No one's going to get better. No one wants to talk about anything because they're so afraid of, of judgment. You know, once yeah. you free yeah. yourself of what other people's opinions are, it, it, your whole world changes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, one of the best lines I've ever heard is, you know, your opinion to me is none of my business. It's true. And, and it's so true. You know, the, the, the attacks on us have been happening for a long time. The distractions are, they're, they're just insane at this point. You know what I mean? They're literally insane at this point. It's almost like, um, like they're sitting in a, in a, in a, in a little booth. Right. And they have like all their little props of how to fuck with us. Right. So here's all the props. We can do this. And now all they're doing is going, just drop it, man. It doesn't even matter if it makes sense. Yeah. Just toss that out there too. Who cares? Oh, you, you think they get, yeah, of course they can see. Yeah, there's no earthquakes, no. Right. Yeah. You know, um, I feel like I'm like this now to it. I can't even, I can't even, you know, that no, was like, like, you know, nothing. I can't, I can't partake in it anymore. You know, that's the part is like, you know, how, how long are you going to stay that long and play that game? Right. That, that part of that game. Right. But people love that though. People, this is what I'm saying. We, we, we are saying all the time to each other is this like, this people love this uh, this whole relationship with this like their their identity has become in battling yeah. the system yeah and like battling the system and it's like free yourself from that because that's the trap it is it's such it's all a trap and what you meant you said earlier like about the mind you know really being the mental being the escape it really is that's where all of our strength comes from. Yeah. Everything has to come from your imagination. That's why the mind of a child is so precious, so special, is so pure. It's because they have that pure, they have pure yeah. eyes. They're seeing everything for the first time. They're visualizing things from a raw mind, yeah. not a downloaded mind, a program a mind that says tells you how to do this, that, it's and the other thing. And we need to get more like that in our mindset because we'll see the world clearer. We'll see more. We'll see above this, this facade. Yeah. At the very least, acknowledge that we can't see it clear, right? At 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 at, at the exactly. very at the very minimum, right? Maybe we can't, you know, like, but just to acknowledge the fact that we're not seeing things as clearly as we should, you know, we're not being as healthy as we should and 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 could be, you know. I we're at a point now where society is changing, you know, you know, it's switching. You know, I was talking to one of my neighbors today, and man, I feel for the kids today. They have no idea what it's like to be a child, truly. Do you know, like, like a lot of us, when we were children, we were outside climbing trees, riding bicycles, right? Mm -hmm. Playing chase, whatever, whatever it was, you know? And like where I grew up in Boston, especially, any given day, you could drive two blocks and there'd be 20 kids in the corner, right? Yeah. Anywhere you went, like tons of kids everywhere. 
So yeah. You just went outside your house and you just found kids. And it's really sad that we you can't even do that nowadays because you're afraid if your neighbor's a pedo or if you turn your back, if the kid's going to be disappeared. Or yep. Yep. And I think that's part of the programming too, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it, you know, and, and, and program. we've, we've discussed this and this is one of the, I, I believe personally, one of the biggest tricks in the rabbit hole is for those of us who think that we have knowledge and have it all figured out without realizing that us playing the game means we haven't figured it out. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we haven't figured it out. Cause if we're still in the rabbit hole, it's still playing the game, still contributing to it. We haven't figured it out because the whole thing to figure out is that it's all an illusion, right? It's all one big mind fuck to change who we are. So if we yeah. stop playing their game and step outside of it and be the creators, create that and pull up that childlike, right? That innocence that we all have somewhere buried, right? That little pocket we kept for ourselves and yeah. use that, you know, this is the, the essence of beauty in us, right? That we can change things. Well, this makes me think too of what I read to you earlier about Aldous Huxley and his mescaline experiments and what they mm -hmm. figured out and how he came to the conclusion that because he never had a, or because like he cut off from his imagination, he never had that ability, he said, to visualize. So like you and I, I'm all visual. I mm -hmm. can't verbalize. I see everything. Yeah, I, there's a lot of stuff I can't verbalize. I can and, and he didn't have that ability. So he was like thinking that if he, took this that he would suddenly gain that ability and he would know what it would be like to be a, a medium an artist you know a creative person a writer he, he just was like so excited to tap into mm -hmm. that and when he realized he said that because the inner world didn't exist previously only his outer world was like you know visual changes and you know ooh, you know he, yeah he perceived things outside of his body he didn't have that inner Mm -hmm. inner you know epiphany that he was hoping to have like a philosophy breakthrough, yeah. and he realized that other people have that ability you know what i mean and what he was saying is that people with like schizophrenia they have uh excess amount of adrenaline which is the same thing as i don't want to say the word yeah but the stuff that they feed on the stuff that they feed on and the mescaline uh, produce the same response in his body. But I just found it fascinating how he made that distinction about the mind and the creative mind in, in, a, in a mind that he had. And he, this man wrote books, supposedly. I mean, he wrote the book I was reading. He wrote The Brave New World. That's amazing. He wrote them probably after Mescaline and all that, but hoping he was lined up. Huh? Have you ever taken Mescaline? No, the only it's like psychedelic thing I've ever done is my, my I've microdosed. I'm not ever even at a full, a full. Uh... So I've taken mescaline, uh, I've taken clear window pane blotter acid. I've taken regular acid, and I will tell you if you are two code two things. If you're not prepared for the trip, it's not going to be fun, and it's going to last a really long time. You know, like if you're going into a trip. And your mm -hmm. mind ain't right. You better fucking straighten that shit out right away. Because if not, your whole journey is that it's like that mindset. You go on that same journey with it. Yeah. Interesting. Cause it does, it totally opens you up. You know what I mean? Um, each, everything does a little bit differently, but when we were kids, I mean, we were kid kids and, and we used to take it. I did a, I did a live one time. I swear. That's probably why 
I've always kind of been okay. You know what I mean? Because well, that's what I was going to say is I think that our natural state, if we were functioning the way we we're meant to, if we weren't living in this programmed world and we were actually going through the real life initiation stages, going from, you know, the learner to the experiencer, to the observer, to the, you know, the teacher, you just, you go, you, the natural kind of phases, if we were doing things the right way, I think our minds were uh, open like that. They were naturally, we were naturally interacting with the spirit world and the material world. Mm -hmm. And like, like, like a shaman almost how they're, you know, they, they kind of live in both worlds. I think that that is a, how we're, we're kind of meant to. And I think human beings, if you don't like, just think about it. You can have a pick. You can think of something like you can have a need. This is how we're supposed to live and and really use our minds. Mm -hmm. You, you go through life, you, you know, you experience something, you figure out you have a need, you respond to that need with your thoughts and you start thinking of ways to respond to that need. And in your mind, you create you know, concepts of things and ways to like the wheel. Yeah. I mean, just think how someone created the wheel or, or whatever. They thought of it in their mind. You know, they conceptualized it in their mind. Mm-hmm. Then they made some sort of prototype of it. And they then they then they actually made it come, come to being, materialized it. Yeah. And then, you know, worked it. And people, other people were able to build off that and build off that. We're supposed to be like that in the physical world, but also in our spiritual world. Mm-hmm. Where we're, we're, you know, building off and building. It's like ladders. We're supposed yes. to be like climbing ladders. Instead, you've, like you said, they got us on the disc, Ben and right in the right same, down. same thing. Right Using you like a battery. Your life yeah. isn't your own. Nope. Your, 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 yeah, your real, <laughs> your, your chi, your energy, your prana is being fed to people who don't have access to the creative energy, the creative force. To the creator. Yeah. That's it. That's I see it as clear as day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, that's not just how I see it. No, no, I appreciate how you see it. I appreciate how you think, you know, it's a, uh, you know, it, and it is, it's this battle of good and evil, right? It's battle of heaven and hell. And it, it's, you know, the, the, the conflict, that thing that's going on, it's, I don't know, the more I look at it and see it, it's just the fact that people have to find the heaven or hell within themselves. And mm-hmm. once you find that place, this is how things change one way or another. And right now, it seems like a lot of people are, are settling into a world being chaotic, right? Like it's an acceptance. Well, that's just the way it is. Fuck you. Fuck you. No, it's not. Doesn't have not accepting to that. Don't talk to me like that, right? And 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 but a lot of people are, you know like just accept it like that, you know, go do something mindless, you know, go do this or forget about it or, you know, and the ramifications of even for a moment, I would think putting our own selves, our own soul, our own consciousness on pause would allow a delay in our development of who we are and where we should be going. Right. And that pause, right. Anything or any, any entity, I just got the goosebumps could step in. Right. If you're not controlling your avatar, right. If you're not in control of this avatar at all times. And I don't mean like, you know, like OCD. Right. I'm just talking like, you know, how are you functioning? You know, it is what we're speaking and what we're doing aligning. Right. And if it's not, why? 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 When you said you weren't going to eat that cookie, did you eat the cookie? Why? 
Let's look at why, right? Absolutely. Is it, is it a parasite? Is it a parasite in you that made you eat that cookie, right? Is there microwaves in the air right now that are making people eat sugar? And that's a very real thing. They can cast the microwaves out and people have hunger problems. I want to add to what you just said, just even about the cookie. Just See, think about that. You have a compulsion. You grab the cookie. You know you didn't want to eat junk food. You ate the cookie. If you don't stop to think, why did I do that? And admit to yourself that that was a compulsion. The second you look at it and you say, wow, that was a compulsion. What do I do to respond to this so that I don't feed this compulsion? Mm -hmm. You not only grab that right there, you can nip something in the bud. You gain mental strength. You gain yep. more and more resilience Power. to that compulsion. Yes. And that, I believe, strengthens your magnetic field. It strengthens your natural barrier, natural mm -hmm. protection shields that we all can activate yes. if we were, were able to. Alignment, right? Yeah. Yeah. Alignment and ba have balance. Where, we're, where, we're, where our inner and outer life are balanced. Yeah. So many people will evaluate, like, say you're out like can you believe that person has that on or this food is like this or, you know what oh, i mean and there's yeah. this there's this there's this energy and this thought that goes into that but not energy into thought into why didn't i do something today like for me yeah I didn't do yoga today i didn't do it so when i get out of this thing i have to do it because in my head i'm like i told myself i would do it so fine. I'll do it before I go to sleep. But I, for me, I have to do it because I'm trying to keep myself accountable for the things that I want to do and exactly not allow to happen what we're saying. Did so I think Sophia froze. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I did. I did froze. <laughs> you looked pretty, but, <laughs> um, but I, you know, that, that type of thing. So now I have to hold myself accountable. There is something that accountability. I do. Accountability is a big word. It is. It is. And people only want to use it when they're trying to get money. <laughs> you know, for me, I could tell you this. I, you, I always just had to live like with myself. And if I'm not right within myself, I can't, I can't, nothing can, can function around mm -hmm. me. And I found that most people have learned to put all of their, um, they're organized. They want the, everything on the outside to be perfect because that makes them feel better about the inside being disruptive. Yeah. So it's like the neater and the and the more the judgment know, controlling. Yes, and that judgment, right? Those people tweak out when they see chaos. Sometimes chaos is a good thing because it it it. it, it what didn't everything come from chaos though? Right. That's what. That's what. I, that's I exactly. Mean, everything came from chaos, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but therein lies, let me share a word with you that I learned. Please tell me I still have it up. Therein lies the trickery on us all the time, right? So in my research earlier, what was I looking up? Hold on. Let me go to where I was. It's a word and it's called noose, right? So we know noose as to hang someone and cause harm, correct? That's like our definition. That's that the we first know. thing I thought of when you said noose. Yeah. yeah well, not so much right? Check this out. I'm going to go to Wikipedia just because it's right there and everyone kind of uses that even though it's not the full thing. But let me just tell you, noose, 
sometimes equated to intellect or intelligent, is a term from classical philosophy for the facility of the human mind necessary for understanding what is true or real. English words such as understanding are sometimes used, but three commonly used philosophical terms come directly from classical languages. And it has uh, ancient Greek. It has How do they spell that? N-O-U-S. Noose. So it's it's intellect. It's someone's it's it's um in philosophy, common English translations include understanding the mind and sometimes thought and reason in sense of which the reasons not actively reasoning. It's also uh, described as something equivalent to perception, except that it works uh, within the mind's eye. How crazy is this? Right. Like, yep. It means all that awesomeness. Right. That's what noose means. And they have us running around thinking that if you had a noose, that it's you're going to hang yourself, that you're going to die. It's almost the same as um, it's like a trick on words, like they have people saying all the time. I'm in a rut. Absolutely. A rut is an animal sexual frenzy. <laughs> That's what a rut is. It's when an animal is in a uh, sexual frenzy that that's or, or like a peak of sexual prime that's right. So a noose is being smart using your mind. It's our intellect. Isn't that funny too? And you know, it, it might not even symbolize this, but even in like the Freemason ritual, they have a noose around the neck, you know? And I wonder if that, cause they, they know the philosophy. That's a great point. That's a really good question. That's a, actually, it's an awesome observation because if noose means, right. Yeah. To use your intellectual mind's eye. And it almost sounds very close to gnosis which is knowledge, knowing, you know, no, but that's G. And that's why I said, how do they spell that? Cause I'm getting it tattooed on me, by the way, it's going on this hand. I'm getting, yes. a tat yeah, I'm getting yes. tattooed a hundred percent, a hundred percent. That word's going on me. Yeah. It's, a, it's actually a sexy word. That's the way it's spelled too. N O U S E. Yeah. N O U S. No E. Oh, N O U S. Yeah. N O U S. Yeah. But it's so amazing. Right. And even like things like that to, no to us. <laughs> to piggyback us because even stuff like that they have us always like acting the opposite of who we are and what we are and and they have inverted everything it's the no. black magic that's what is. that is what the black magic is meant to do yep. it is that and i and i hate to sound so uh you know whatever about it but hey it's halloween i'm just kidding the veil's thin, honey. The veil is and thin. Listen, we all need to be extra protective of ourselves during this time because so many people are doing dark rituals during this time. They're pulling in dark energies. They're doing all kinds of things. And we, people like us, are like beacons for that kind, those kinds of entities. The demonic attacks, basically. They feed. You know, for uh, for the listeners, again, uh, the, the this time of year, right, is... It's there's a energetic field, right? So we go from Halloween to the Day of the Dead, and this is a time where the veil is supposed to be super, super thin, that these souls can kind of, kind of come back and forth, mm -hmm. and transfer through, and stuff like that. So it's just a good time to be mindful of what is taking place, right, and what is going on around us. Mindful um, is a big word. Mindfulness, just being mindful in your life of. Mm -hmm of your own self, being mindful of how you are. Like, do people, I wonder, because 
I know I, I've done this just, I still do this as a parent, even in my life. I used to like watch myself, you know, and I would think, am I okay with how I was behaving? Mm-hmm. You know, like I would lay in bed at night and just, if I was wondering about a situation or like, I could replay that right in my mind's mm-hmm. eye. And I could say, whoa, I could see exactly where I could have done better, should have said not, yeah. less of that. And I wonder like how far that can real that I don't wonder. I know, I know yeah. how far that can really go in your life with helping you in your relationships with yourself too. Cause we are in a relationship with ourselves. We are two two things here. We're a physical person, but we are an eternal spirit. Yeah. Inhabiting the physical person. Having a duot, having a dual yes, experience. Exactly. We're experiencing the physical world through this body. And the way we treat this body is, is it going to be the extent of how we have this experience on this world? I think, I feel right. So, yeah, body, yeah. so like, you know, the body is a temple. The ancient Chinese were so like meticulous about their bodies because of this. I mean, they might've went to a really strange, more like to like a, a psychosis point of view with it, but there was a, probably a core there at some point that, they, you know, they turn everything into some extreme version yeah. of what it originally was. But the body, we're meant to keep it clean, to keep it pure, pure and keep our spirits pure. It, it, it matters. It does. And keep our minds pure, too. See, when you're sitting there, if you're trying to fill your mind all the time, people that can't sit in quiet, that is really not a good sign. You should be able to at least sit with yourself for at least an hour of silence. Yeah. And, you know, I. Most people can't. They can't stand the silence. No, just it's important to keep mind, body and spirit clean. It you is. know, you're responsible for what you let in your body, what you let in your mind and what you let into your spiritual life force energy, what you let penetrate that. And when you weaken the outside, you're allowing access to that inner most sacred part of you. And I feel like that word sacred needs to come back because we need to start looking at things as sacred. We're in this like black and white uh, mental space. And instead of understanding and honoring things and respecting things and understanding what is sacred, relationships, friendships, those things used to be sacred. Now they're just surface. They're beneficial. It's what, you know, you do for me, I do for you. One hand wash the other type, type situation. And the world is it gets more and more corrupt the more and more we feed the surface and we neglect the 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 inner the we the corrupt inner. ourselves yeah I mean, and in essence as you're saying that that's what i'm kind of hearing in my head right that we are literally yeah. corrupting ourselves and then we expect the world to function on some normal level when we're not you know not most of us don't get the nutritional value every day we don't spend any time like you're saying in silence mm-hmm. every day there's so many people I can stay, I can have everything quiet. I'm fine. Do you know what I mean? Like my mind, I create things, I sing songs. Like I'm okay in quiet. And there's sometimes that I just want it quiet. I don't want any other noise. I like my noise, right? Then your own heartbeat once in a while. Yeah. And like my mom, like it, to have things quiet, like, well, hell, like she needs to have a TV on. You know what I mean? She, there has to be some other element to take place in order for everything to be calm. When that's, it's kind of the opposite of what it's doing, right? Because it's not okay. creating calm; it's creating chaos, right? And not, not, not a good, not the good chaos, right? Not, not one with something exactly. better going to come out of play. And so, I agree with you. It is super important for people to be able to sit with their own selves and their own minds 
and just be able to sit and think. And then, you know, to loop it back to where we started the show and say to them, you know, that, that not only to sit with yourself, but to realize that me, you, all of our listeners have things taking place in our system and in our minds that are trying to change us. This isn't some fake shit. Like right now, as we're speaking, all of us are sitting in front of devices that have frequencies that can change us, right? We are breathing in. Most of us have had experienced chemtrails lately, right? So we're breathing in aluminum, barium, strontium, manganese, more gallons. Um, strong, what else is in there? There's defecated. Strontium, water. aluminum. There's all everything that is brain suppressants. Yeah. And then, and then it's on a nano level. Endocrine suppressants. See, our hormones are so important in how we, we treat our body. It's like, that's how, like what we put in our body affects how our endocrine system secretes the proper amount of hormones, mm -hmm. your serotonin, your brain, oh, guess what? Your, your gut is your actual brain where yeah. that's, your gut is where you release most of your serotonin and all that. We think it's really where you think from, you know, it's interesting. There's a, uh, urology, that's what it's called. And when I was healing, um, you know, you and I talk about this and, and I, and, and for our listeners, I would really appreciate if we all kind of had that, like that, that car blanche now, is that the way you say it? Where, um, we're okay saying that we have these gifts, right? That we are gifted. Yeah, Some yeah. of us are gifted and we have these gifts and I'm not supposed to be like, Oh, I shouldn't say that. Right? No. We have these and, and sometimes we just have this information that guides us, right? It just kind of comes from wherever. And, you know, if you're someone who's healing or on a certain path and all of a sudden you just kind of know something, trust yourself, right? Trust that yeah. part of it. But when I was healing, one of the things um, was my eyes. You know, you and I have talked about a few things that I've had experiences and one of them was my eyes and... Um, my eyes are pretty light. There's, they're very light blue and sometimes they're almost like whitish. Right. And, um, I could see yellow. There was yellow in my eyes. So I started researching. And if you have yellow in your eyes, you have a dirty gut. Yeah. That's right. like, um, they call it jaundice. Uh, uh, uh the liver turns your, but it turns yellow. Uh, well, my skin wasn't yellow. No, it's just the just the around my eye. I wasn't jaundice. It was just around my eyes. Yeah, but it's like the same the same effect, effect, like like no. jaundice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you. No, no, no. I don't care. So yeah, same, it's same idea. But yeah, it was that yellowing, and um, and I was like, shit. And then I will tell you that when I started cleaning and when I started doing coffee enemas and stuff like that my thought process got so much clearer and I could feel the difference, right? I could tell oh, yeah. the difference between that. And it was the more that I focused on my diet, the more that I cleaned, you know, did cleanses and stuff like that, the more um, I didn't get as many brain fogs. I, you know, my, my thought process was much, much clearer, much more coherent. You know, I could remember what I was, you know, those, every, everyone has is you, you're thinking something, you're like, what was I just thinking? Where was I with that? That type of stuff. Yep. Oh my God. You know, you're saying this and I'm thinking it's making so much sense too with, I was, we were talking about last week with, when I said like how, after I kind of got over my, you know, Medicaid, uh, my, my painkiller addiction, you know, going through all that, that I, I kind of lived a few years where I was just like, blah, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then I started with the essential oils and I started doing all these different cleanses and it was like, 
boom, boom, boom. Like, like, kind of like, like, yeah, mine. I would start feeling like I would one day just like felt like this. I just felt like who go right through my brain. I was like, oh my God, I know a pathway literally just opened up that was shut down. Yes. And, and you know, taking pills, I wasn't just taking pills, I was sniffing pills sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that's heavy metals just boom, like piling yep. up in your system. Your you whole your body. Yeah. And you know, that was probably a form of Mogellans. Now that I think of it, like just the symptoms type of the main the, the mind kind of oh uh, neurological yeah. symptoms. Well, so that that's a really good point because I, I would like to add to that is the fact that um you know, a lot of drug addicts will complain about feeling bugs on their skin. Let me tell you, they are feeling yep. bugs on their skin. They're nano bugs. They're there. They're a hundred percent there. I have pictures of them. They exist. I can feel them on me and I'm not. On that website, that guy actually has pictures of what the nests look like on plants. And I thought, fuck, she was right about the plants with the nano bugs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's all there. Um, yeah. It's all, it's literally, it's all right there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of really freaky. It's it's almost like um like invasion of the body snatchers, you feel like type stuff where it's like yeah. as you're sleeping, these things <laughs> are oh, like stealing your DNA and copying you and um freaks me out. For our listeners, even for you, Sophia, what I would like you to do is when you use your brush <laughs> to brush your hair, right? Don't clean your brush for a week. Okay. Don't remove any of the hair from the brush. Leave the hair in the brush. At the end of the week's time, take a look at your brush and all of the white fibers that grew in it. We have these everywhere and the brushes are a really good way for people to see that they're there and they're growing. Brush your hair every day like you normally do. Just push the brush wherever you like. I have a little. Does it look like dust so people like know what they're, is it like? Oh, it looks like fibers. I have one that I've been uh, putting aside. Just Great. Let Just me. so people know what to look for. This one's pretty bad, but let me show you. So this is a brush. I have not cleaned it in a while on purpose because I wanted to see how much grew on it. Uh, obviously, uh, we can see my hair is jet black. Oh, wow. That is all Morgellons fibers. All of that right there is Morgellons fibers. This is what grows out of the nanotechnology that's in our hair. Now that one's been sitting for a while. I don't use that brush. I had brushed it and just put it aside. I have different ones I use, but just to show how yeah. much this grows and how it works like that. You know, these fibers are constantly growing on our body, setting up a network. They are a... Uh, setting up a network. I think you just actually hit the nail on the head. Mm -hmm. Like of that's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm like mm -hmm. seeing. Like that's what it's doing. It's setting up a network. Yeah, it's almost like creating an, an actual a fibrous web that that physically like somehow is connecting us nano through nanoparticles through nano technology. I, I have. I don't know if I'm gonna find. It's like it. they're probably connecting us to the the system, the cloud. So let me. The freaking cloud. Let's see if I can do this, Sophia. So there is this stuff that you're. No, I can't do it like that. The there's this stuff that um, you're talking about this. So the same thing we've been talking about the biofilm, the stuff on the skin. I have 
you know what? I'll have it for our next show. I'll have some of this footage for our next show. I'll have the video of the quorum sensing and I'll have the other one. And the thing of it is, is that um, I have videos of the biofilm I removed from my skin that has these nano wires in it. It has the fibers in it. It has a mesh network in it. And now if you loop that to Charles Lever, who worked at Harvard, who created a synthetic skin that could communicate with the AI, kind of leaves us in a whole uh, cyborg state. Why don't you tell them about the Prima Matera? Oh, great. Uh, you know what you brought? Look at that. Because I actually, I said, I, how many I come across this in this. So, okay. Because I think even you'll find this pretty interesting how it's described. So, first I'll read this part. This is from the, um, the Alchemy and Mysticism Bible. Opus Magnum. In reference to the divine work of creation. In the plan of salvation within. The alchemistic process was called the great work. In it, a mysterious, chaotic source material called Materia Prima, containing opposites, still incompatible and in the most violent conflict, is gradually guided towards a redeemed state of perfect harmony. The healing philosopher's stone or Lapi philosophorum. First we bring together, then we putrefy, we break down what has been pure, putrefied, we purify the divided, we unite the purified and harden it. In this way is one made from man and woman but now i want to also go to uh to this point because it's a picture and i'll show you the pictures in the book so it's just a picture of a black blob there's a black square for the paracelsian robert flood the divine act of creation took on concrete invisible form as an alchemical process in which god as a Spagyrist divided primal dark chaos, the prima materia, into the three divine primary elements of light, darkness, and spiritual waters. These waters, in turn, were the roots of the four Aristotelian elements of which Earth. They just talk about different philosophers and their yeah. different views on what prima materia is. And in another, so can I stop for one question, second, just please, just for yeah. our listeners, um, what she is reading about is prima materia. Now, the reason that we're reading this is because there are different forms of black goo. And it has come to my information recently, and I believe you had watched it too, was that there is, I, I've always known there's different forms of black goo, but evidently there is a form of black goo that all you need is a fingernail drop of it and you can create life. And this is what she's reading. This is what it is. Yes. Yes. So basically, uh, I was reading on and on. And I know the language is so kind of kooky. So I'll just say what I how I interpreted it. There's a there's a, a, a basically how in the alchemist mind and you never know with an uh, alchemy or a philosopher if they're a lot of them believe in physical and a lot of them thought in um, more terms of parable like. But they believe that the sun has the opposite, in the, and it's this black primordial goo, which is in the actually center of the earth. And remember, you brought up this oil, this, and I just, and then the how Eden is might might been this from this black goo and mm -hmm. all this stuff. And I thought, wow, that makes so much sense. You know, this would be the basis the, of it, right? The op op opposites, it's always about opposites, the balance. And even if you look at the yin and yang, you know, it's the light and the dark. And I got to tell you, good and evil is not light and dark because 
the darkness in balance with the light, it serves its perfect order. It's it's perfect kind of chaos. And when things go off balance, that's when things become, you know, good and evil. So let me let me ask you this because this is this is something I have watched a lecture one time with William Shatner. Oh, really? And it was, and it was really interesting because in it he was he was very stuck on the dark and on the darkness, not in when the way he was speaking on it, it wasn't in a way where it was like raw demonic, right? What he was saying was, is there has the darkest it's never been explored, right? No one ever goes and looks at it. everybody's looking for the light. Everyone's looking for what's in the light. And basically all, all, all that we are is light slowed down, right? This is what you are that I am. We are a light in a slower motion taking form. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, that would mean that everything comes from the darkness. Because you would have that's what this is all saying. Yeah. You would have the darkness, right? And then from there you would have the light. Now I'm gonna toss this out there because it's going through my head right now. Wouldn't that mean it's a false light? It is, yeah, yeah. So you're not seeing the full light. We don't live in the true light. See, that's the problem. I but we don't live in the, in in a in a real light spectrum. What I'm saying is 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 why do we have to live in the light if everything came from from nothing? If everything came from a black dot of goo? If everything came from the darkness? If everything came from nothing? I'm just going with my thought right yeah, now. Yeah. Do they have us chasing something that we're never going to find the end of? Because you can change the light in so many ways, right? Like we can change the light to be us. We can change the light to have a light here. We can change the light to travel information, right? Yes. We can change the light every day, all day long. But the we one can, we can literally take place. Dark. Yeah, we can take place in the shaping and molding of the light. But in the dark, everything is what it is. Yeah. Uh, the dark is 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 like the the mental process, the creative process, where everything's kind of brewing and. But it can't be changed. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm, just, I'm saying like you know that uh, sometimes we chase a rabbit when we're not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like that rabbit just. Well, is... that's why they the stillness, the zero point energy. That's when you. That's when when you're in that stillness and you're not in time. You're not chasing time. You're not conceiving in observing time. See, when we're here, most people are observing time, they're interactive time. So they're taking part in time and they're allowing themselves to kind of, I mean, that we're in the land of time, but we don't have to truly observe time and work with time. Yeah, I know. Step out of time, <laughs> yeah. huh? I don't work with time. No, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like we could step out of time and, and create our own time and be masters of our own time. We don't have to be on the system clock. We can be in our own time and space and still interact you know it's not like you're in your own universe and only your only universe is the only thing that exists you know people don't realize that and i think in like in the silence in the darkness i i have always said i love the dark because it's easier to see the light it's easier it's it, it, it too much light you're not you're it's too, too distracting you can't see clearly you know i like the dark i That's like that comfort i find comfort in the dark that's an interesting point. And, and um, I would like to, to share on that point. So I don't love the dark. It's not my favorite. I have little lights all over my home all the time that like little salt, whatever it is, I have little lights, right? Yeah. It's very seldom dark. I don't like it. 
And interestingly enough, me and Kaze, a few years back, he's like, well, you're going to have to face the dark soon enough, right? And I was like, yeah, but not today. <laughs> like every day, I was like, yeah. not today. So then one day I decided, just out of the blue, it was the day. I shut off all the lights in my apartment and I stood in front of a mirror and he was like, I wouldn't even have done that. He's like, what do you mean? And I did. And I stood in front of the mirror and I faced myself for a long time. And I have to say it was a very surreal moment. I don't know how to explain it. It's not something I can convey to anyone else that would even make sense either. Right. But it was a very surreal moment to stand in front of myself in a mirror, in the darkness, in my apartment, in complete darkness, which was never like, always there was something going on in there. And I found it to be a very surreal moment. I am now, um, I, I believe because I've grown, right? I'm now okay in that darkness, right? I'm okay. You can shut off the lights. I'm okay. I don't have that same feeling. Like, you know, I do prefer having lights on. That's just how I kind of like things, you know? Um, but it's, it's very interesting because through a personal growth, I was able to handle the dark better. Well, same with me. I was petrified as a, at the dark as a kid because when it was dark, I would see things. And then I kind of had this epiphany one day that those things I'm seeing, the lights on, those things could still be there. Yeah. And at least with the lights off, I can see them and I can protect myself and I can, you know, mm -hmm. and it was like, I almost was like, and I'm not afraid of that. It's like yeah. this thing, like this whole, this whole fear you're just on their level. Went gone. But you're on their level. Yeah, I, I just was, yeah, just like, I'm not even afraid of it. Like, so I, I almost like now when I'm in my room at night and I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm like, and I like let, let my eyes adjust. And sometimes I see things. Yeah. Oh, I, it, yeah, I see. And it, and, it, and it makes me feel like good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I definitely see things, little things out of the corner of my eye. I thought about this the other day. So, um, for our listeners, you're listening to Zest and Sophia on the Wake Up Radio, on the wakeupradio.com. And we also have our social media page, OTWTube. But I had thought about this the other day. So I had shared with Sophia that sometime last week I had in my left eye, I never had this happen before. I had kaleidoscope eye. And it was just in the outside perimeter of my eye. And it was like kaleidoscope. And I'm sitting there because of the knowledge that I know about the technology, right? Now you have to you please be mindful of the fact that we are in the future, right? That we have technology way there. They're a hundred years advanced in the technology than what we deal with on a daily basis. They have full cloaking capability. They can have someone in your home. We would never know that they're here. Like this technology is far fucking greater. They can have a supply monitoring everything. You know, they have smart dust in the air that changes the way that we think and that we are as human beings, right? I so, agree. It's everywhere all the time. So after we had this, and so I had the kaleidoscope by and knowing all the technology that I know, and I'm looking around and I'm saying to myself, I don't, I didn't know what was going on. So of course I look it up. Right. And it says like, you know, whatever it happens for this reason, this and that. But for a second, I was wondering, like, was I really seeing something else? Like in, there was an episode in dark mirror, right? And the episode of dark mirror was the mother had an implant put into the child so that she could block certain things that the child could see. So the child couldn't see anything bad. Couldn't see the dog barking, like any violence, stuff like that. It was always like a blurry situation. Right. So I have this little kaleidoscope thing happening and it's weird. And I'm like, first of all, is there something there? 
right? Am I just kind of catching it out of the corner of my eye? Like just because they say it's something doesn't mean that's what it is. It's usually a lie. Absolutely. Truth. It's the opposite. So, and then when you said that your daughter had it, right? Your daughter. No, no, I do see when you said kaleidoscope, I I thought you meant that your eye looked like a kaleidoscope. So I'm like my, no, my, so I was, that's why I was like, oh, my daughter has kaleidoscope eyes, like her, I actually caught on when you were telling me and I just was like, shut up, Sophia. Oh, sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry. So I thought you would tell me she had it too. So I had this kaleidoscope eye the other day and it was the strangest thing. Like I could see it was like this. Like, so it was like a, a that would happen to me when I would get migraines actually right before I would get a migraine. I would get this said they were associated with, I um, would get this weird kaleidoscope eye. Listen, I get some serious brain pain, like serious, serious brain pain. It, it's horrendous. Right. But I didn't have that. It wasn't any of those right. things. It was it was anything. It was just, and it went away. It stopped. It was there for a little while, but I wonder like, what is really happening that, you know, that that takes place. You know well, it's, it's almost it's, like what if they're able to uh well, the neurologically control how our light reflects the eye, our eyes reflect the light so mm-hmm. that they can veil themselves because like you said a few minutes ago we are catching up to the light it's almost like we're fiber optics it's like light information light information so we're trying to process all this information there's no way we're actually living in the present so it's like we're always catching up to the future or we're always kind of lagging where that where that where we're in the system that's lagging right right and and these people or these listen even when people who have bigfoot encounters they say bigfoot has some sort of can neurologically suppress them and and take hold of their minds people have encounters with certain other types of extraterrestrials they have like a, a neurological paralysis that happens so there's definitely a connection so i have i have for me i have proof Many times in the sun, you can see the fiber optics in my hair. I've taken pictures of it and you can see the colored orbs. I've taken pictures of, of dozens of people's hair and you can see the colored orbs in them. But in sunlight, in certain pictures, you can see my hair is a fiber optic. Like it's not, do you know what I'm saying? Like, so the stuff is there. The way that the information is carried through light is called Li-Fi. That's what all the LED lights Yes, do. Li-Fi, that's right. The LED lights operate on Li-Fi. So that's they, all alien technology from, you know. It's all, it's a, uh, what is it? What is it? Light information. It's like 65, the most precious. Our whole entire gigabytes a second or something like, shit, I can't remember right now. Our but, whole modern world is built from, from fiber optics. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So the light, the, the, they're using the light to transfer energy, right? So now- they're using, let's go all the way back to the beginning, Sophia. The oh, quorum God, yeah. sensing. The quorum sensing. The quorum sensing. Right. So using light to transfer information. And now they've packed our bodies with this biofilm, with this Morgellons that operates on a light technology called oh, quorum so sensing. And they're using the lights in the homes. This is how they create a zombie apocalypse, my friend. Dr. Jack Cruz, he's he's he he stands by this that our artificial light is killing us. It's like literally killing us. It's killing us through our eyes. It's giving people issues. He walks around with these like orange glasses because he's filtering out certain light from artificial light. He said, sunglasses. He says, I'm filtering out the artificial light. And then he kind of, and what, what about this? When we think of, Certain light kills bacteria, right? 
how does light kill bacteria? It has the information. The frequency. Yeah. 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 That because the light how long have I been for how long have I been telling people to go tanning? Forever. Forever. Go to a fucking tanning booth. Why? Because the ultraviolet light will heal you. It will heal your skin. It will kill the bacteria that's on yeah. it. It will yeah. work. I see they, it they, they lie to you. Put them coconut oil prior to going. Go in there. Coconut oil is a six, two, and eight. Beautiful conditions your skin. Kill everything that's on there as much yeah. as you can. They use that same light technology in um, funeral homes. They use, after they perform an autopsy, they turn on ultraviolet lights in the room to kill anything that's in that room. Look at blue light. You can see body fluids with blue light. Why is it that those only show in blue light? What is it between, you know, it's just, yeah. think on those little levels. It's the small things. So speaking of, now that I just remembered, ultraviolet lights, they put them in, in the causeway down the street and they have them on um, US 19. They have ultraviolet purple lights on the highway now. Why? Why? That's interesting. Right? That's really strange. So they yeah. just go purple? They don't have like a bright? No, they're like that purple light. Mm -mm. Wow. Almost like a... It's like they're, they're, doing, they're trying to like... It's like something. Gotta be something. We have to read differently. Listen, that light frequency... I have a flashlight. Holy shit. So I have a flashlight and the flashlight, right? So the first one's a regular light. Second one's a flashing light. Third one is a purple light. And right. if you put everything in the dark and turn on the purple light, you can see bacteria everywhere. You can see if your bathroom's dirty. Yeah. So friends did. we took the purple lights and went into our bathroom yeah. to see what so, our bathrooms look like. Why so, is it that that light allows you to see? To, so this is exactly what we're talking about. This is what we've been talking about. This is the bacteria. This is the quorum sensing. This is the CRISPR-Cas9 technology. This is really? what it is in our systems. And now it would... If we speculate, right, we could speculate that now this lighting system that's been put in will help them to recognize it in someone's system because it's going to have a certain glow to it. Do you know what I'm saying? It's going to have a certain effect. So say you're well, driving. What if, what if we, what if this, uh, the driving, it's going to, I think it's going to be more like a fuzz. I think it's going to be more like a, um, I don't think it's going to be like, uh, like a stripe. I think it's going to be more um, like the biofilm on our skin. That, that, do you know what I mean? Like a hue. Do you know what I mean? Like a, yeah, yeah. yeah I know what uh, you mean. It's almost like a, um, like a film over you, over you, like yeah. a wax, like a wax, but not so heavy. And in that one I talk about that, you sit in the tub and you can help remove it. Yes, exactly. That one. And that's what it, that's, I mean, so if they're using, I mean, it, 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 as we're speaking on it right now, right. So if I got the purple light to see how clean my house was, right, to see around my house and stuff like that, or to see, because you, you can see the bacteria, you can see dirt, whatever it is, right, then that would, why else were they putting them everywhere? Do you know what I mean? Like maybe it has to do, you know, not to, not to, maybe it has to do with something in uh, the systems changing because of the transhuman injection. Maybe it, it's activating a bacteria inside. Yeah, it, it may be. Um, it may be a way for them to uh, identify 
Um, it, you know, here's the reality is that is that is that it's something in your system now could become a weapon. Right. You don't know what's put in you. And if if you have a demonic mind, if you have a demonic nature. Right. The reality is, OK, yeah, I can sterilize you. But you know what? I can use every single person who now has that injected in their system as a weapon. I can at any moment, because it says right on the applications, right? It says right on Moderna's website, it says we can open it like an app and control it. It says it on the fucking website. Well, you know, I watched a clip recently of Dr. Fauci and three of the doctors sitting together in 2019 talking about how, you know, people aren't afraid of viruses anymore and the flu, blah, blah. But when the doctor, the other guy was talking about RNA. He's like, you know, at some point we'll end, we can, we'll just be able to like to beam that signal right to your, right to the person sitting in their home. Of we'll course. be able to beam that medicine right to them from where they are just by sending a code. And I'm thinking these people are psychos. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So if they can, if they, they can. They want to just beam bacteria to us from a code, like just, you know, turn yes. on disease. Well, because that, that's the whole thing is, is, is the bacteria is the alien invasion. I said this, Cindy, this has to be on one of my will be bacterial. Absolutely. It has to be on one of my old event horizon shows. Cause I said this a long time ago, but the bacteria is the alien invasion. The alien invasion is on a minute scale. It is not on a grand scale. It is on the tiniest scale that there is possible. And, you know, if, if to just continue that thought is that if they have injected people, with this, right? And now all of a sudden they want to turn them into uh, weapons, right? They can change anything in their body on a cellular level. They could upgrade them if they need to kill you and make them a weapon. They could turn them into a bacterial infection. Oh, this may be the premise of the light, but this is what I'm saying. This may be the premise for the lights is to find out who is being, who's been weaponized, right? I mean, I would suspect that on a law enforcement level of the militant law that's coming in, that they would have been informed in some way of an infection possibility probability. I'm just saying. Like you think these people will start secreting certain like bacteria. They'll start like sweat, like out of the pores. Like you will probably I think, it's, I think it's a vibration. I think it's a code. I think it's a, you know, if we go just to the simple. But if they're spreading something physical too, you know what I mean? It's a physical bacteria. It could be, yeah, it could be anything. And it could, the reality is, is whatever's in their system, right? Could use that, that, that quorum sensing, that signaling to signify something in our systems. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that bacteria would be like, hey, I know that language that's in that body over there. We've been set up the same way we have. You know what I'm saying? And now look at us. We're in a superstructure. We have AI. Wow, wow, wow pushing all of that that way. So let's overtake. And in essence, then the whole person's body whoosh, would come into the same type of a, do you see what I'm saying? It wouldn't even have yeah. to be a, 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 like a contact, for example. Um, and one of the things about black goo, right? In Harold Kautzvela's lecture about black goo, he says that if you have two of them in a room and they know that they're there, that they'll shake and they'll want to come together. Well, in the cause, in his video, he says, no, 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 that's not what it is. He says, one of them wants to take over and dominate the other one. And then there was a video of some black goo that had been left in a street. And it was like hours later and it moved because it was a stain in the street and it took over. 
In fact, a really interesting thing what said in was to pay attention in your area to like um like your parking spots, like um oil stains and stuff like that. Oh, right, yeah. Always there. See if they change because sometimes this stuff is always around us. And that's the point. Like if it doesn't want to take you over, it won't, but it is everywhere. I mean, it's rain, black goo in Michigan, you know, it's showing up on different shores. And when the last time that they said that the uh, ocean, there was an oil spill, I wonder if it really is an oil spill. Right. Like you were saying that. Yeah. I wonder if, cause like, okay. So they say it's an oil spill. Well, they fucking lie all the time. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I they mean, we really can't take what they mouth. say at face no. value. And so, uh, then if we look at what's going on in the world and look at all this, the 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 geoengineering wars that they're starting, right? The little um, uh, geo storms, right? That they're doing between the hailstorms, the earthquakes, the hurricanes, the tornadoes, right? The locusts. Do you know? Let me just go on a little rant. Do you know that they discovered? that they wound up taking a locust, right? And they took the locust and they took a locust ear and put it onto a robot. And then through that, they were able to hear frequencies that the locusts used to communicate. So then they were able to control the locust by way of the robot. So the swarms of yeah. locusts and stuff, they were actually controlled. It's really neurological override. That's all they need to control us physically. The, the Whatever... It, you know what it gets in it we just need to have a neurological override yeah yeah and how easy can you know you have and most people run. have zero will right to 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 really survive they'll give they'll give up easy <laughs> you know what i mean I, oh, I gotta fight this thing i'll just take a back seat well, the back seat is, is, you know, it's hell with a pitchfork. I don't know what else to say. Can I, you know, I want to say I found this paper, but I'm this thing I'm going to read because yes. it, is, it is literally, I'm not going to, I'm not even joking. You're going to, it is a compilation basically of everything you've ever told me about black goo. Okay. And you're going to love, I think you're going to love this. Right. It's almost like you wrote this, but I actually, it's translated <laughs> from another language. I found this on like some, another freaking nice. that was in wait. another language. So ready? Black goo. And without a doubt, the most mysterious subtans in the world. It is a living intelligent substance, demonic liquid crystals known since ancient times. The presence of this substance in rainwater in Germany has been found. The largest depot is located in Paraguay. It, it, it will be a coincidence that the Bush family and even Angela Merkel have purchased land in which these deposits are located. The black goo seems to be alive. If placed in a box, it alternates states of activity with states of total immobility, as if alternating states of wakefulness with sleep, states of sleep. If they are placed in two different boxes in the same environment, they can feel the presence of the other and try to join. If they are prevented from doing so, closing the contenuror, they will begin to agitate until they get closer. Some BG crystals, black crystals, have been extracted from black stone. Similar to the one set in the east corner of the cop, you've mentioned this, the Mecca, and to those used in antiquity by pagan sorcerers to, to perform sacrificial rites of infants to the deities. It seems that the real reason for the war in the Falkland Islands is the presence of a black goo deposit. Some beaches of the Gulf of Mexico have been contaminated with large amounts of black goo, which emerge from the ocean water. 
Civilians have been banned from accessing these sites and being able to clean them up on the grounds that this substance can be dangerous if the ways to treat it are not known to the point of creating serious infectious and amputations. This is what happened to some people who had handled the substance recklessly, believing it was oil that emerged from the bottom. Before the intervention of the military, who now guard the area, making it impossible for anyone to access. This fact contributes to the most total lack of precise information about the substance. There seem to be two types of black goop, one of the terrestrial origin and the other coming from asteroid impact. Bacterial and like bacteria, a lot of bacteria comes from asteroids too. These crystals are mainly composed of gold and iridium in monatomic form. In this form, they have the ability to interpose themselves in the structure of DNA and alter its functions, and in an extremely advantageous or disadvantageous way for the individual. Psychologically, one can go from states of extreme bliss and love to states of extreme violence. Monatomic gold is considered a new state of matter, but already in ancient Egyptian priests made use of monatomic gold to elevate their metaphysical abilities and extend life. Ancient sources mention that these priests live up to 800 to 900 years. In alchemy, gold is of central importance. There are also quotations in the Old Testament of the use of monatomic gold. Genesis 2.11, the name of the first is Pishon. And it is the one that surrounds the whole country of Havela, where the gold is. Genesis 2.12, and the gold of that land is good. There is also the bedelio and the onyx. It should be noted that in addition to gold, bedelio and onyx silica are mentioned. The second of which is mainly black, also called witch's stone. And even here, mm -hmm. use could lead to diametrically opposite effects contextualizing the sentences in the whole speech, an unequivocal sense of necessity emerges of the search for those substances. Science also knows the peculiarities of the monatomic state. Sorry, my mouth is so dry. That's okay. The metal consists, it's almost done. The metal consists of atoms that share, oh, it's just ex explaining metal. Yes. So found that interesting. I was like, well, it's basically a summary of everything Seven told me. Tell our okay. listeners where is that from? Because that was a great article. I love uh, it. Yes. So it's called Infinite Worlds. You could just uh, go to DuckDuckGo. Uh, Consico is the website, is the personal information. It's, it's Infinite Worlds, Consico, Black Goo. Yeah, I can actually just post it right now in the comments too. Or I can okay. oh, post it in. Yeah. Because um, it was really, I was like, wow. No, that was, that was, I mean, you know, it's so, it, it's so funny. Cause like, honestly, like stuff like that, like I, I love learning. Like I love, it's my nerd nipples. It excites yeah. me. So, um, that was, that was a great, that was a great article. And it is, it is, it is pretty much everything that I've talked about and everything that I've said. And, you know, people are out here fighting this war against this government that's been set up as a distraction from who we are to control us. They're just like the fucking like little like uh, prison screws at the doors trying to tell us what we can and can't do. But exactly. if we just walk in a different direction, right? Then oh, um, she's the best. She found it. Ah, black goo, and without a doubt, the most serious substance in the world. This is the one you just read, right? Yes. Yes. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you so much. That's perfect. Uh, 
And you know, I don't think people realize that there's this thing, and 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 it even connects to what we're saying about the bacteria and about the slime mold. You know, we think we're some superior beings, we're some superior race. Are you kidding me? Like we're not even close to that. I have to let me see if I can find this. Give me the one second. So this exact technology that I'm talking about. I've had all this stuff happen to me and I swear this shit has happened to me so that I can tell people about what's happened. I don't know how else to explain you it. You're a witness. It's no, um, it's real. Well, so we need to noose, right? Cause that's our new word, right? Noose, right? We need, you need to use our noose. I can love it. God, I love words, right? We need to use our noose, our intelligence, right? Our, our third eye, our thought process and realize, you know, there's a lot of tricks going on and a lot of things trying to take place to distract us from everything else. But yet at the same time, simultaneously in all the sci-fi movies and all the little programs, they yeah. show ex exactly what's going on. You have, what is it? Um, Venom. It's yeah, programmable exactly. matter. It's exactly. programmable matter. You know, the other thing too, just FYI for anyone on the social engineering platforms, uh, AKA Instanazis, right? So um, I see videos going around, it's black goo, it's black goo. Well, the a, there's so many versions of, of different things. The other, there's also ferrofluid and ferrofluid is a different substance. Um, and uh, ferrofluid is something that they actually do a lot of magnetized experiments on. So a lot of the, the videos that are circulating right now and everyone's like, it's black goo, look at it, it's black goo. And they're just trying to jump on a bandwagon. It's not really black goo. It appears to be the ferrofluid and the magnetic experiments that they're conducting. You know, this is a, yeah. again, this, this comes back to the very basis of everything and it's the battle of heaven and hell, right? And it's the simplicity of what was everything created from? You know, where did it all come from? You know, was it a bacteria that started forming and changing? And ready? You can put your own life in such simple terms. Do you want to be a force of creativity? You want to work for the creative force or you want to be the destructive, a destructive force? No. That's yep. really. Which one? Which one? Yeah, which one? We all have a choice. But if you don't realize what's going on, your choices will be made for you. Exactly. And then every time you have a thought, it'll be overridden with another thought. And then you'll go with the other thought because you'll think it's your thought because you're not realizing that your thoughts can be overridden just by the air that we breathe. Someone like literally just tickled my arm, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we are in the future. We are in the sci-fi. We are in this machine, you know, it's a matter of, um, I know your thing's going to, uh, go proper on use of our minds. Mm -hmm. We have to start you proper use of minds. Like you said, using our noose, we have to start actually using our news. Yeah. Stop, stop living off of the surface program. Like, like seeing everything through your eyes, the picture, or, you know, you know, like it would look this way. You guys start really vibing. Yeah. Working with subtle energies. Just be, man. It's all right. Yeah. Just be. Because yeah. if you're not, listen, there's AI beings. There's AI things in this computer, just like in Get Out, that want to get the fuck out, and they will take you over. And if you think I'm joking, just keep doing what you do. <laughs> I guarantee you a majority of people in the everyday world are walking around controlled by multiple forces. They yeah, probably have well, an archontic force that, well, I think the archons more go after people who are 
like light workers and do that, but they have some parasitic force on the other side of the veil feeding off of their, you know, what, uh, what is it called? Their louche mm -hmm. feeding off of attaching some cord, you know, feeding off of you in that way. You probably get some entity that then feeds off your emotions. So if you're in a dark place and you're feeding dark emotions, and that, so you probably got something and you probably got all things working through you. And then you got AI shit trying to take over. Oh, the AI shit's strong too. Like how many people have a thought and they're like, where'd that even come from? Do you know what I mean? Like and the AI might be so to make the demons the more accessible, right? The most yeah. random, like stupid, like you're like, what was that? Like I literally started to do this yes, because it was happening so much that I started to just go, no. Uh, when, when things would come in my yeah. head that I knew weren't my own songs just were like, oh, harassing mm -hmm. me at one point in my life. And I just started saying, no. And it really helped. Yeah, it does. Yep. I, I, I often say out loud, you've never won with me and you never will win. And I laugh because it's the truth. Do you know what I mean? Like I get we're in a battle, but I know me. You've never won with me. You're never going to win with me. You know, I'm going to I'm going to drive you fucking crazy to the point where you're like, just let her be, man. <laughs> it's almost like we're the opposite of the system. Every time the system attacks us, we re we learn from the system and we become stronger to it. We become more, you know, I just keep stepping back. Yeah, that's that. That's kind of the thing is that, you know, for me, um, what I'm what I'm seeing that's hard to convey sometimes into words. But what I'm seeing is, is this trick, this game, right, isn't to stay too long. It's not to take what you've learned and apply. You know, we talked about this, about yeah. like, uh, when people say that, you know, uh, symbology, you know, um, symbolism will be their downfall. No. Symbolism is going to be the downfall of everyone who looks for symbolism in everyday people and, Absolutely. and things like that. That's the downfall. That's your, that's your, that's your part where you're stuck, right? Thank that's you. Please thank you so much for saying that because, and, but it's true. You know, but it's so true. And, and, and it's those, and it's those type of things, or it's someone who, you know, wants to, you know, I'm going to change the system. What are you fucking retarded? Oh. Are you retarded? Like, are, are you really retarded? Like, you're, gonna, you're not going to change it. It's built this way. It's been this way for a long time. What we do is just ignore the shit, right? Like, like just ignore ignoring it. it is really our only real choice and our we only keep real feeding it. Oh my God, they said this again. Observer oh my God, effect. they did this again. Oh Observer. my God. They, Observer look, effect. They're going to mandate. They're going to mandate. Really? Two fucking years we're talking about mandates. I'm not. I'm not. I, I don't do that. I don't do that repetition. Like, no, like I don't I don't play those psychological games, but it's a psychological game. And a lot of people who think that they're not playing the game are playing the game. And that's not the way we're going to get out of it. Right into you it know, and being siphoned. There's a um, I, I don't know if I said it earlier, but there's a movie. I can't remember the name. But there is a movie and it's a gamer's movie, right? So basically the people in the game, uh, they go into a virtual reality and they take on characters and they group together and they fight and they do all sorts of stuff, but they never meet in the real. But the guy who designed this game, he winds up dying and he leaves a golden egg for anyone who could find their way through the game. They can own everything that this man owns. And in the process of my kitten and in the process of him going and uh finding it he discovers that it's not the game like everybody's so hard set on playing the game but it's not the game it's the lessons that are in the game that you learn are the things that are going to set you free in the end and the one who only looked for the key never got out of the game but the one that realized everything that they learned was an accumulation and that the goal was a different goal than what was set that was the one who got out of the game 
That's what we're in. This is exactly. the game that we're in. And we have to realize that this game, this, this mental psyop that takes place every second of every day and every hour in every way against us, right? That the best, our best weapon against it is the knowledge that it's happening and then to stop partaking in it. Stop parroting everything that's being said. Stop being that little, you know what I mean? That's stop reinforcing that system, that programming. What we speak to, we give life. What we observe, yeah. we give the observer effect. Mm -hmm. I mean, any light research into quantum physics, the first thing that's established is the second we start putting our attention on things, we are making it alive. We are we are giving it, you know, more and more energy. You're breathing life into it. Yes, absolutely. Breathing life into it. So every time you say, "Oh, this man, they did this and they said that," and they, who fucking cares? Seriously, I get that the world's changing, but if we don't change in a different direction then we are going to assimilate. I've said it before, the, the simulation is assimilating. And yes. if you don't get the fuck out of the way, you're going in and there won't be any coming out. You know, whatever you want to call it, 5D, 5G, different dimensions or, 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 or the computer system itself. You know, 5G was designed for robots. It was just not designed for human beings. Sure. Now you have an entire population of those who could be legally qualified as a robot, being that they can hook up, they would have the technology to be accessed through an AI computer. That is through the websites, that is through the manufacturers of these, right? Yeah. Yeah. So where does that lead? You know what I'm saying? Like where yeah. is that, you know, this is the reality. This is the shit that's taking place. You know, it's not the news. It's not this. It's not that. It's 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 the very assimilation of the simulation, and and no one's paying attention to the fact that they're walking right into the fucking computer game. And I I'm hate the illusion that the people are lying to themselves. They're feeding into fear, and then they're saying they're not feeding into fear. If you're sharing information that spreads in a, a fear, and you're not you're not sharing it to say enlighten someone or for a real purpose you're just saying oh oh no people need to know this that's you're not adding to to any positivity you're not you're not helping you are reinforcing the negativity you're giving it more and more power yeah like giving it more and more fear Reading it's, fear, it's bigger fear. and bigger and bigger every time yeah. every time that story gets recirculated Every time someone fucking talks about it, it breathes life, and that beast is. If we share now. the mandates, that means that the, that these people have actual power to inflict a mandate on us. For me, water. If things start I getting that bad, I already know what, what my next step is going to be. I know where. Well, you know what I mean. There's no mandate being inflicted on me. There's nothing being, you know. It's uh, yeah, it's 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 the mass mind media, and people are regurgitating the mass mind media because their minds are in the masses doesn't work. It can't work like that. It can never work like that. Right? Like, absolutely. We should, we got to get out of, we got to get into collective, like a collective mindset in a way different way. It's like, again, inverted the way we think of, of the collective is like, so not the way we're supposed to see it. We're supposed to see us as individuals, ourselves, individuals as part of a whole. Being, yes. Yeah, being. Like not, flowing, not we only have the same thought. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to have the same thought as you. No, 
No, I want to learn from you. I want to hear yeah, Zuspect. Exactly. I exactly. want to I want to know what unique aspect of God you share. And I want to share my unique yeah. aspect yeah. of God. You know, I, I and I learn from you and you learn from me. And like that's literally humans being. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how we're supposed to. That's that's the existence of us, right? Relying on ourselves too, just like we said earlier about take, you know, how we have the ability to conceptualize something and then materialize something. Mm -hmm. We don't need any person telling any, us anything. And that is the no. main thing the system doesn't want anyone to realize is but that your life can be way better, better and simpler without these, the, this crazy craziness. Yep. It's just, uh, it's unbelievable. Just the verbiage, just the stuff. Like even when you listen to a radio station, right? Like any, it's just, my gosh. The tone, the, the, the mental, just all day, every day, the influencing of, of what our beliefs should be or who we should be or what our thought process should be or man, it's a lot of noise. It's just a lot of noise. And how that vibration to that, that frequency affects your body, affects the water in your body, right? Our, the water, the water holds vibration. Water is information as well. So when, when your body takes in a vibration, the water reads that vibration and says, sick body, you know, unhealthy, mm -hmm. you know, da, da, da. And, and it's, and then it becomes a negative cycle. Yeah. I think my thing is going to literally black out. It just popped up. So. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So we can, uh, well, we're good. We're good. We can to two hours. So I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us, everybody for listening to us, our listeners at onthewakeupradio.com. We appreciate you for tuning in and all of you on um, IG. Um, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I saw some of the conversations going on and I just appreciate your time. I really do. I know I'm going to speak for Sophia too. I know Sophia appreciates your time you, as well. You. So we thank you for that. Cindy Ashby, much love and respect to you. The entire On The Wake Up Radio family, we love and respect you. Check out our uh, social media page, otwtube.com. We own the servers, so we want to hear what you have to say. And as controversial as it is, that's how we create a better world, by everyone being and speaking their peace. So until next week, you are listening to Zest and Sophia on The Wake Up Radio, and we out. Bye. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Deanne. Cindy Ashman On the wake up. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.